What is going on? Happy Tuesday. Pete Callender here. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. Anybody go to Carowinds last night? Or tonight? Tonight, I guess. If you are a kid, although I don't know what age. I don't know what age you can't be uh, alone on uh, at the park anymore. They're going to start a chaperoning uh, rule. You're going to have to have somebody, some adult with you if you're an unruly kid. Self-identified, unru- I don't know. But, uh, like, if you don't identify as unruly, I mean, who are you to, you know, dictate to me what my truth is? Uh, I, you know, I consider myself to be energetic, not unruly. It's like the difference between fat and husky, you know? It's just like when the doctor said, Pete, uh, I think you may be starting to develop symptoms of a fatty liver. I said, "Uh, excuse me, that's a husky liver. Thank you. He did not laugh. Anyway. Carowinds closed early Saturday night during its annual Scarowinds event after confusion over fears of a shooting inside the amusement park, according to officials. Charlotte Observer reporting that despite rumors that shots were fired, Carowinds said in a statement that the park on the border, North Carolina, South Carolina border, closed around 11 p.m. due to unruly behavior by several groups of minors. Utes. The behavior, quote, led to unconfirmed rumors of a threat to guests. Scarewinds opened on Friday, and it was scheduled to run through midnight. During the Halloween attraction, the park sets up several haunted mazes and scare zones. Now, there were no shots fired. No guns were found at the park either, according to Carowinds officials. Now, when I pulled this story yesterday, which I just never got to, which is always the case, um... I mean, I, I always have way more than I ever use. So uh, I got all of the um, got all the stories here and the statements and stuff. And the first thing I thought they're going to have to ban people under what eighteen? They're just going to have to ban them. But I guess you can't ban them. I mean, it's the the whole thing is designed for people in that age group, right? You're, I think you're trying to go for the upper teen level, lower twenties level, right? Generally speaking, because you're not bringing little kids to scare ones because it's a little too scary. And, you know, maybe there are some older people that still, you know, love to get scared and it's a tradition or something. But I got to believe the target demo that you want to hook is, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood of 14 years old to 24 years old. Right. So you can't ban them. But we're going to chaperone them. Carowinds is expected to announce a new chaperone policy after false claims of a shooting that spread through the park created a chaotic scene at the theme park. While authorities said no one was shot Saturday night, the situation turned into a scary situation for families in attendance. It was a scary situation. According to police, a fight led to rumors about a shooting. Oh, so, okay, so now we know there was a fight. There was some sort of a, there was an altercation, which then prompted rumors of a shooting. Here's the official statement, quote, The safety of our guests and associates has always been Carowinds' top priority. To be clear, unruly behavior and altercations, such as those that took place on Saturday, September 17th, have no place at our park. We have zero tolerance for this kind of behavior. Over the years, Carowinds has taken several steps to ensure the safety of our guests and associates. These actions include increasing security, enhancing video surveillance, 
and providing guests with the ability to report unruly or inappropriate behavior to park security via text message. We are implementing additional security protocols, including a new chaperone policy that will be introduced tomorrow to help ensure that Carowinds remains what it has been for nearly 50 years, a place where generations of families and friends can gather for a day of safe fun. Channel 9, uh, uh, who, who printed the statement here, reached out to authorities to determine how exactly the fight started or if anybody else was arrested or anything like that, and uh, they have not heard back. So that's all we know right now. Chaperone policy, I got to believe it's going to be for anybody under the age of 21. No? Maybe 20? No? Maybe 18? I don't know. Like, what's the right age here? I mean, let me get over here and uh, get some callers here. Ralph, what's going on? Welcome to the program. Well, I just like to tell the short is we have just opened up a new company called Chaperones or Us, and we will escort your youths to Carowinds for a nominal fee. And if they get out of line, we're gonna we're gonna use a cattle prod on them. <laughs> does that does that cost extra? Uh, well, for the electricity, since we, yeah. we've gone green too, and oh. I mean, we're we're gonna use green cattle prods. So, oh, uh, green cattle prods. Wait, wait. Do you mean just like they're literally they're just color green, or do you mean they're like environmentally friendly green? Uh, both. Oh, all right. Well, there you go. That's a that sounds like a really good solution, Ralph. Uh, have you thought about maybe doing like a good, better, best model? You know, like have different tiers of service. Uh, you know, for like a for the lower service, the cheapest service. Uh, you know, you just basically walk them into the park, and then you just lose track of them. Uh, then like a middle service, middle tier service, you could, you know, follow them around and maybe offer some words of wisdom or guidance. And then the full, the full on, you know, luxury package, the gold package is the cattle prod package. Yeah, that, that, it, that'll be part of our, uh, we're, we're all in the beginning stages. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, we're, we just try to do like your show. We try to find solutions. That's right. Yeah. It's all proof of concept phase right now. You're just trying to prove yeah, the yeah. concept. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Ralph, I like it. Have you thought of a name yet for your company? Uh, you said Chaperones Are Us. Yeah, we're, uh, we might throw some more uh, names around the hat and, and see what we can come up with. Like, uh, you know, safe mutes for, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, but. Anyway, but it's, it's, all, it's all on a planning stage. Yeah, I like it. Well, if anybody has ideas for Ralph's company's name, feel free. Let us know. 704-570-1110. Ralph, thanks for the call. Good luck on your business venture. Thank you. All right, buddy. Uh, this is Doug. Hello, Doug. Welcome to the show. Hey, Pete. How you doing? Love your show. Thank you, sir. Uh, I was calling because I was there Saturday night, and uh, I was listening to, to what you said earlier about, you know, they don't really have young kids there. But uh, you'd be surprised how many little, little kids were being pushed around in strollers that uh, I saw. Yeah. And me, my wife, and my daughter were there, and another family was with us. You also probably wouldn't believe the number of kids that looked like they were 10 to 13-year-olds using the most vile language to imagine. And um, it just got worse and worse from there. Yeah. The, Which is, uh, what was the price to get in? Well, I'm a I'm a season pass holder, ah. so I'm not sure what the what the individual one time cost was. But what was strange was we were waiting in line to get a drink, and some girl ran up with the phone and said, "Oh man, they just arrested somebody." I got it on video. 
Now, we didn't see that, but 10 minutes later, we heard all these whistles going off, and it looks like it was like gazelles running through the park toward the entrance, and we weren't, we weren't sure what was going on either, but we certainly didn't hear any gunshots. So we were trying to get out of the way of the stampede, and then we decided, you know, we might want to make our way to the front. And then another group of whistles, I guess the security guards were blowing whistles to get people to stop running, which triggered another stampede of people trying to get out of the park. So whistles, so the whistles are making people run. The well, whistles are, like, are, yeah. Yeah, it seemed like the, when the guards were blowing the whistles, it scared more people, and they started running. Hmm. So we finally got to the entrance after three stampedes, and there was probably four or five police cars with the lights on at the front. So we got to the parking lot, and I said, you know what? I'm going to try to turn on WBT to find out what's going on. And I really couldn't get a signal. And then we see a police helicopter with a searchlight circling the park. Mm-hmm. Um, it never found out, but I can't imagine the, the Charlotte, the CMPD's new press policy <laughs> would have helped get uh, right. updates on what the heck was going on. Yeah, I mean, at that point, we, I mean, what are we going to do? Call the cops and uh, ask them what's going on? Uh, they're just going to send us to their voicemail. Yeah. But, I mean, if you'd have seen the parking lot, when this was going on, there was people driving over grass sections of the park to try to get out of there. Oh, my God. They weren't even on the road anymore. Just complete breakdown of, uh, of societal yeah. norms. Yeah. Right. And then, and then the kids that were calling home to say, you got to pick me up, people coming into the park were oh. flooding in to go pick up their kids. Good grief. It was, in, it was insane. Yeah. Was absolutely insane. Well, Doug, thanks for the call. I appreciate the, uh, the, uh, the info. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. I'm just, I'm just kind of going through some ideas for for names of the uh, the potential... Yeah, of the, of the potential uh, business opportunity here that Ralph was pitching in the first segment. And his idea is to provide chaperone services for parents of unruly kids... And uh, his uh, unique value proposition, his unique positioning here, uh, his branding is that, um, well, I guess I probably shouldn't say branding, is to use cattle prods if they get out of line, you know. And he says they're, uh, that they're going green because, you know, that's important stuff and they'll, they'll have green cattle prods, like painted green. And I think environmentally friendly as well. I'm not sure... I guess they kind of are. I mean, they're not they're not fossil fuel powered, right? I mean, that would be quite the cattle prod. But um, we're trying to think of some names for Ralph's company. And just during the break, I, I acknowledge like some of these are not my best work, but there are no bad ideas under the cone of creativity here. And I'm um, just spitballing. Unruly escorts. I think that I think escort has a role to play in this branding effort. Ute escorts, youth escorts, Utes, escorts for Utes, EFY. Um, we did get a suggestion on the phone line uh, that stupid is as stupid does. That could be one. That could be one. Although I am interested because I was, 
I was again just spitballing with with Ralph, and I I offered up this idea that you maybe want to do a, a good, better, best model. Good, better, best. You know, you you offer different tiered pricing, and certain uh, pr- tiers give you more hands on services. You know, so maybe the maybe the prods are the like that's the gold package, that's the best model. But maybe the middle level, you don't use the cattle prods. But maybe, maybe you just do some slapping, maybe, and that's sort of the that's the the middle road. That's your average, you know, your good, better. So that's the better model in the good, better, best uh, tier system. And so that's the norm. That's where you want to try to make sure most of your uh, most of your clients land on that package. And so you call that one that would be the slapping package. And I'm thinking then you name the, the company Slapperones. Eh? Hmm? Slapperones. We'll take your unruly kid to whatever public event. And, you know, if the if you're just buying the, the, the bottom service, let's say it's, you know, $20 an hour or something. And uh, I'm just going to show up and I'm going to get them in the door. You know, look, they're with a the chaperone or whatever. And then I, and then that's it. And then I clock out. Uh, essentially, I'm just going to go and hang out at the park. I'm going to do my own thing. Uh, but if you pay for the the second tier service, that's the slapperone service. That's the that's the standard service. And if your kid starts getting out of line, smacks away, smackety smack smack. And then if the uh, if the kid's really uh, uh, unruly, and you know this, then you get the ultimate package from slapperones youth escort services. And uh, there, therein lies the cattle prod option. Uh, you would have, yes, you would dial it down, you know, to a humane level. But uh, yeah, I, I think Ralph is on to something. I think Ralph is on to something. Look, you know me; I'm all about solutions. This is—it's uh, just an idea, you know. And uh, maybe Ralph takes the idea and he runs with it. You can use the name Ralph. Anybody else with ideas, feel free to send them along to Pete at the PeteCallanerShow.com or on Twitter at Pete Callaner, where things get a little rowdy. Um, in all seriousness, though, this uh, this Scarewind story, to me, it's another example in a long litany of this culture of criminality that is celebrated in our society. And you know what? A part of it is also tied to the immigration debate. We'll get into that up next. Yeah, I mean, we have a uh, culture of lawlessness in America. It's celebrated. I mean, think about the movies and video games and Television shows, books, right? This idea, the anti-hero uh, archetype, right? There's this, there's this celebration that I'm breaking the rules. That makes me cool, and uh, it's just, it's getting worse. Or maybe I'm just getting older. That's <laughs> yes, kids. I don't know. Not just. It does seem like it's getting worse. It, it. I don't know what. A, I, I, I just keep looking around, and there are more and more and more examples. And what happened at Carowinds the other night is the latest example of it. And maybe it's sort of an ebb and flow kind of a thing. It's a cycle where, 
you know, you like in the seventies and eighties, they didn't have enough prisons in North Carolina. And so everybody was getting released and the crime rate was high. And then they were like, we need to build more prisons. Everybody got tough on crime. And then crime rate goes down. And then they're like, Oh my gosh, we built too many prisons. Oh, there's too many people in prison. So they're like, all right, let everybody out. And like, Oh, the crime rate's going back up again. You know, maybe that's what this is as well. I don't know, but there's a serious problem with younger offenders and North Carolina just, you know, we just did the raise the age law and you got kids that are just getting turned back over to their parents or guardians. And then they're right back out on the street like that night because shocker of shockers, the parents and guardians aren't paying that much attention in the first place. Hence the need for slapperones. All right. Let me go over here. This is Devin. Welcome to the program. Hello, Devin. Uh, yes, sir. Hey, how are you? Uh, I'm going to get you on speakerphone. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I was saying, when are parents going to be parents? When are parents going to be parents? I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I th- uh, when are they going to put a foot in the butt of the kid that messes up? Well, they, I mean, to some degree, some of them do, but it's only if they mess up by the parents' rules, right? And if the parents' rules right. don't align with society's rules, well, then you're not going to get punished. Well, if I'd have done something like that when I was a kid, I don't think I don't think I'd be able to sit on my butt right now. Yeah, I'm 34. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I mean, I mean and it comes down to I mean, in my opinion, and this is just my opinion, it comes down to the parents not being parents. If the kid messes up and you turn around and you just tell him to go to his room or or to a room and don't you don't even take anything. There's no there's nothing there. Well, yeah, you send them to their room where they've got a they've got an Xbox, they've got a cell phone, they got a television. Uh, yeah, is that a punishment? And even taking that ain't a punishment. When I was, I mean, honest God, you could took everything from me. It'd been better than an asshole. Oh, right. Well, yeah, well, that's uh, that, that's the ticket to the Holdsville. All right, thank you, Devin. Yeah, appreciate it. Um, look, I, I, I'm the, you're not going to get me to advocate beating kids. That's not going to happen. Now, that being said, I did get uh, I did get smacked and spanked and that sort of thing when I was a kid. But um, you know, I recognize as someone who doesn't have kids, I have the best parenting advice to offer. Um, <laughs> so, I. I Parents are different. Everyone was, and every kid's different. You're going to raise your kids in in a way that you want. I know people that raised their kids without ever laying a hand on them, and they turned out fine. And some who did not. Some, some, sometimes it seems like, yeah, you may have wanted to, you know, smack the smart right out of that kid's mouth. But I, again, I like I'm not the parent, so I'm I'm not going to make that call for them. And uh, honestly, there are some parents that. They whip up on their kids way too much, and then that teaches the kid to whip up on other people. And they're abusive towards other people because of it. It's a very difficult dynamic to navigate here. But the the bottom line is, to me at least, that when you go out in public, you don't do these types of things. And this is because look, this has been going on in Charlotte for a very long time. When I was here back before my eight-year hiatus, or as Hancock used to call it, the timeout, um, WBT Sky Show used to be in Center City, and we did that. We did it. As in, the employees of this station, we would go out, man the booths, we would collect the money, we would, you know, uh, 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 bring the, the stuff around. I, I One year, I had to go and clear the fallout zones for the, uh, for the fireworks. 
when people would, you know, they'd come into Uptown and hang out on street corners, but there was a zone where we knew all of the fireworks were going to fall and we couldn't start the launch until we had the zone cleared, which is a very large zone. So I was riding all around. I was on golf cart, riding all around uh, Uptown Charlotte, telling people to move move out of the fallout zone. That's the stuff that we did. We ran the Sky Show, and uh, the, it was called the WBT Sky Show, despite what the Charlotte Observer refused to call it. <laughs> uh, they always just call it Sky Show until until the summer came, when after the Sky Show was over, and some potential clients of Slapperones showed up in Uptown, descended on the crowds. And began getting into fights, beating on cars, right? Threatening people, taking neighborhood beefs to the streets of Uptown after the fireworks show. And then they did it again, I think the next year, I want to say. And BT moved it because the city then required us to have so many police officers. It, it, it was unaffordable. We couldn't do it. And um, and then, of course, then the, like so when the when the riots happen after the fireworks show, then the Charlotte Observer remembers it's called the WBT Sky Show. Then they remembered the branding. That's the year they remembered. And um, and then we moved it down to Knights Stadium and we've been partnered with Knights uh, with the Knights team ever since. And, oh, man, I remember people writing the letters to the editor. How dare they take our show Oh, I'm sorry. Did you not get a, a pay raise or a bonus this year because we lost money on the Sky Show? Was that you? Is that your show that did that? Steve, welcome to the program. How are you? Hello there. I've got a quote I would like to read to you, and it's going to blow your mind. All right. That's a pretty high bar now. I've got high expectations. Yes, sir. Hey, I'm equal to the task. Okay. The children now love luxury. They have bad manners, contempt for authority. They show disrespect for elders and love chatter in the place of exercise. Children are now tyrants, not the servants of their households. They no longer rise when elders enter the room. They contradict their parents, chatter before company, cross their legs, and tyrannize their teachers. Oh, my gosh, they cross their legs. Yes. Now, you want to know who said that? This problem is nothing new, my friend. Uh, well, no, I'm, I, my brain is that. not working because it has been blown. So uh, all of the... Socrates. All, Socrates. <laughs> Socrates. Well, yeah, I mean, kids were kind of, uh, they were kind of unruly back then, I, I have heard. I guess it's nothing new. Yeah. Well, it, the good work. Well, I appreciate it, Steve. Hello I would there, point everybody. out there is a slight difference, though. You notice, like, the stuff that, that he listed in that example? Yeah. Right? I would love to have kids that just did that. Yeah, if we could get them to do any of that. Right? Like, that's still, a, like, those, that's better behavior than what we're witnessing uh, among a lot of our uh, slapperone clientele nowadays. So, uh, yes, Steve. It, it needs to be you. Ute slapperones. All right, I got you. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate the call, sir. It's a good quote. Good quote. It's very lengthy, though. But it's a yeah, like that's the behavior. That's like all of that would be behavior that 
you would compliment a kid on nowadays. Oh, look at they engage with adults at a very high level. <laughs> oh, and they chatter. They're not just like wrapped up in their phone. They actually talk to people. Slapperones Youth Escort Service. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. Let me go over here to Tara. Hello, Tara. Welcome to the program. How are you? Hey, Pete. Very hey. well. Um, so first of all, don't go back to Socrates. That, that stuff's ridiculous. But anyway, kids don't have good command of the English language. If you listen to their music, if you listen to their English teachers or what they can be taught, can't, and they think they're very cool. I think this has a lot to do with social media. I don't go anywhere. My kids are all grown where you don't hear a collection. You think it used to be the boys. The girls are just as bad. Cussing is just the best thing in the world. And half these people won't even know each other in about five years because several are going to be on the streets and the other is going to be in jail. They, they are impressed by themselves. And then they put it out on social media and the music they listen to and the disrespect for teachers. My husband was an assistant principal for years. You bring the parents in to tell them how their children are acting. Oh, it's not their child. No, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. It, it, this is nothing like back in the day. And I think it does come down to social media and how cool they think each other are by listening to their lack of the English language. Look, fame does things to a person. It absolutely does. And I say that not that these kids are famous, but that's what they aspire to be. And, um, and that's what social media uh, mimics. That's what it imitates, this level of fame that, you know, you have a chance of a video that you do going viral. You're getting the dopamine hits in your brain from people liking and sharing and commenting on your, your posts and stuff. And that is a taste of fame. It's, you know, people who get into, um, uh, you know, the, the spotlight, uh, there are a lot of bad things that happen to people because they don't know how to handle fame because it is difficult to navigate. And yeah, you've got kids that kind of get a taste of it, albeit a very little one, but there's always the possibility that you could, you know, you could go pro. It could, it could blow up and you, you do a video and then everybody knows you or something. So it's a, there is an intoxication effect and there is a reward system. I think that, that you've identified that is deleterious. Absolutely. But, but also, I think that they, they're very misdirected. If you look at the, and I don't do any social media because it doesn't require my job, and I really don't care for you to know what I had for lunch. I'm not impressed with any of the selfies, and I don't take them. And that's my choice. I, I don't find it healthy. And then these girls just go crazy if someone unfollows them. Or it, literally, people's young kids' self-worth is how their peers feel about them instead of aspiring to what are you going to do in your life? And that one percentage, two percentage that get famous, that's about 15 minutes. Sure. That's it. Sure. But well, but, but the, the, the desire to be accepted by peers is, I mean, that's as old as, you know, teenage kids in existence. Right. I mean, it's just, it's a different mechanism now, but the, the, the peer pressure stuff that's been around Forever, so this is just. Unfortunately, I think this makes it worse. The social media makes it worse. Have you ever heard of this? Um, have you ever heard of a term called spoonies? No. Okay. 
I actually have this story. It's in the stack of stuff, and I, I, I didn't prep it for today, but I pulled it out because I do intend to cover it probably tomorrow. Um, and we just happened to get here organically. But uh, I, I was not aware of this term, but there was a uh, there was a big piece written up at uh, Barry Weiss's Substack publication. And uh, it was written by a girl who was a, quote, spoonie. And this is – it has something to do with this whole online culture – uh, of they, they, and it comes from a term called spoons, where everybody has their uh, spoons, and spoons is sort of a metaphor, something for like your ailments or afflictions or something. And there's a whole culture online. They're called spoonies, where they talk about all of their medical problems all the time. They become so consumed with their maladies that. It, it creates sort of psychosomatic ailments among themselves. And it, it just, it gets worse and worse and worse. And so she finally got off Instagram. And miraculously, a lot of her symptoms clear up. It's amazing. Yeah, so the peer pressure yeah. thing, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get into it. Uh, I think I'll probably okay. get into it tomorrow. But Tara, I got to run. I appreciate the call. I, yeah, social media, I think, lies at the heart of a lot of, uh, a lot of the psychopathies that we are seeing in our society right now. Um, but again, I'm, I'm no psychologist, nor am I a psychiatrist. And I understand there is a difference. News is next.